Good morning and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Justy, along with... Another one of your hosts, Eric, a.k.a. Eric. Uh, EGCM, as I like to call you, right? You know, you and other people. It's funny that uh, people people sometimes, uh, you know, all my life some people have called me EGCM. I think it's it's more humorous than the uh, the three the three initial pretentious types of uh, monograms but it's uh, you know they're, 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 because it's so ridiculous um i think i might i've mentioned to you justin not to the people on the air sometimes people try to make up things that the gc might stand for i always tell them it's ethnic you know be, be based on my and <laughs> if your ethnicity happens to be british and it's so it's just like yes, um, gonna say. but uh, one of my friends is like what does gc stand for uh, garbage collector and <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, that's one thing you and I share in common, too, because I've got a, a four-letter. I'm JSLP. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like, know, you, I mean, we were meant to be friends. Well, you know, it's funny. You, you like, so, like, for for a bunch of non-Catholics, it's unusual for us to, ha- you know, all have four four initials. You know, who, who else says other Eric? Your roommate? Yeah, my roommate slash tenant. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how you, that is, like, the best thing you do. Slash tenant. That is just... I love how you toss that out there, man. That is just fantastic. But not to not to give too much personal information away, but to Eric Paul Christian Keitel. <laughs> not too much information. You do you have a social on hand by any chance or no? <laughs> I could I could get that for you. Yeah. Can I just write write that? Yeah. Social date of birth, just so that you're absolutely ready to to do some identity theft. <laughs> <laughs> Have it on the ready. All right, guys, here we go. Speaking um, of names no. and not names, it's funny, just like you've got, you know, another podcast or three and uh, aside from uh, Sweetness and Light. Um, I just started another one with a, with a pal of mine, but uh, he has some political aspirations. So he's uh, he's using a pseudonym, uh, Bernie Longnose. Um, which may or may not sound like a real name. I was just going to go with Eric because as we do, but um, you know, just as we were about to start recording, I'm like, you know what, if he's using something else, uh, I'm going to too. And if, if, if there's some need, if we're going to be saying things that, that require us to be hiding our identities, then maybe I should too. So um, to out myself, um, I, 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 there's t- two na- character names I've always wanted to include in scripts or use for myself that I, that I haven't yet. Right. One is Buck Monty. Naked and what's the other? Monty Video. You know, because, you know, just sort of sort of, riff, you know, riff on, on one of your favorite cities. And the other one yes. is Art Nouveau, you know, like uh, because that's how I seem like it would be a fantastic name. It's a, you know, it's a great style of style of art, but a great, but a great film. Name. And um, when we uh, when we when we launched and I, I, I said I was going to use this, he said, well, you know, why don't you go with the Monty video? Because, I mean, Art Nouveau might be a little too esoteric for for some of our audience. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then he's suddenly like, you know, but Bernie and 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 uh, and Monty, even though Monty's an awesome name, uh, might be too much. So uh, last minute call, we went with Art Nouveau. So it's Bernie Longnose and Art Nouveau doing a brand new show called uh, Argument by Assertion. <laughs> now, is this the one that we had talked about going down to Mexico to, to do as well? Yes, is this the yes, same yes, one? Yes, yes. Okay. So affiliated with that. And by the way, um, you know, we, we, we do a little disclaimer. We are trying what we're trying to do, just like you and me, we're trying to uh, make sure that, um, you know, we're not doing argument by assertion. But so much of the podcast, you know, blog, uh, individual commentator world is exactly that, that, uh, that we figured it would be a, a, a great name for our show. That's a great name. And I love the the well, the names you guys came up with. I would have gone with Montevideo, um, just well, Mon- because Monte I like Video, that a bit more. Yes, but but uh, pronounce Montevideo as the the character name. Yes. 
But Art Nouveau, I got to tell you, those are good. That's a great name. I like it. I mean, Art Nouveau just sounds like a pretty cool dude. You know, you don't know anything about him. You well, don't know he's French. I'm Art Nouveau, and I am here to uh, talk about uh, everything. Well, and you should also, I mean, the cool part is, you know, he could be in film and only does Art Nouveau films. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, you know, and like, well, there's an entire Art Nouveau type of movie. Like, you know, the famously, um, right around the Art Deco period, Art Nouveau was was pretty prominent as well. And so one of the one of the most famous representations that everyone knows is the um, the subway entrances in, in Paris. That's all the Art Nouveau style. Which is, honestly, it's beautiful. And it looks, I love that look. It doesn't fit the city i don't think but it does at the same time it's, well, it's it weird. doesn't yeah exactly i would agree with you i mean it's sort of different from where paris has evolved you know since and um you know it doesn't have it, it in in one way like it's sort of it's a little more whimsical it doesn't have the refinement paris both has and likes to have but it but yes. it but it but it has a beauty and an organic sort of look to itself that's to be honest none of those have any reason why i like the name though i, I just think it sounds cool um <laughs> Uh, Bernie Longnose, on the other hand, you'll appreciate its origin. So, um, uh, my my part, my broadcasting partner on argument by assertion, Bernie, his brother actually came up with it when he was in grade eight, uh, which is the Canadian way of saying eighth grade to you Americans. Um, <laughs> they had a supply teacher, a substitute teacher, as you Americans would call it, and um, Bernie's brother was in this class, you know, acting up as he, as he typically did. He was a bit, a bit of a uh, hooligan, as you like to say. And um, so the, the supply teacher uh, calls him up to the front and says, Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> you got to stop acting up. Like, you know, this is a tough enough job. Like, please try to be respectful of me and especially your classmates, et cetera. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. She's, she's like, uh, what's your name? And he goes, Bernie Longnose. And she goes, no, what's your real name? He goes, Bernie Longnose. And she looks on the attendant. There's no Bernie Longnose. She says, he goes, yeah, well, that's my name. What can I, she says, uh, go, you know, she's clever. She says, go back to your desk, bring me your notebook and I'll see what's written on it. She, he brings up his nototebook and it says Bernie Longnose. So she gets on the intercom and, and calls down to the principal's office and says, um, I'm going to be sending Bernie Longnose down to the principal. And so, uh, so he, he, he exits the classroom. And goes home for the rest of the day. <laughs> that is fantastic. See, that's a great background story. Now, did he do that multiple times or just that one time and pulled it off? I think just that one time. I mean, once is enough, right? Like you did something, did something extraordinary. You know, that's a, that's a that's a Ferris Bueller level uh, level um, junior high type of right. activity. Dude, that's fantastic. Well, now when is this going live? Or is it already on? Uh, it's not. So we recorded the first. Ep we recorded a couple like you. I mean, like us. We recorded a, a couple test episodes, and we finally did one for real. Uh, but we don't have any distribution or anything. I'm gonna have to. I'll talk to, to you about you know how we go about doing some of this stuff. But it's just like uh, we've got Absolutely. one in the can. Probably record a few more, and then we'll figure out how to get it out there and share it with all of our all of our listeners on Sweetness and Light. Not to mention the rest of the world. By the way, you're, it, it, we're, you if our viewers don't realize this, or our listeners that. Um, some of you do. Justy and I see each other. Uh, you can't see us. Um, we've got a little bit of a low res uh, video going on right now, as we sometimes do, depending on, I guess, on the internet connection. And I thought your face was very distorted and it was making it look like you had a piece missing from the side of your face. But it's because it's so blurry and the mic is covering up the bottom part of your, your cheek. Yeah, your cheek. 
that doesn't matter. I don't need to see your, your whole face that it makes it look like there's actually a chunk missing, though. Well, that was earlier, but it's repaired itself now, as you can see. And I will tell you. So, so again, this goes back to Zencaster. So after we recorded last Wednesday, I think, or Tuesday, whichever day we recorded, I got an email stating because I get these. They every time they get lots of complaints, they send out mass emails. And I guess they got a lot of complaints on the recording video. And what they said was it's always recording at high depth. So it's always at um, HDMI, you know, level or quality. HD, However, yeah. yeah, HD, sorry. However, when we are watching it to save bandwidth, ah. it gets fuzzy. So ah. when you do playback, it is always perfect. And they're right. It's true. All right. And I mean, that's actually a good that's that's a, both a good note and and a good policy. Like, I mean, that's a good way to, to do it, uh, given bandwidth issues people might have. Here's a, here's, here's a clue, though. Just tell tell people. Okay, and they just did. Or but even I mean, post it as a banner on the bottom yeah, as you're recording. Yeah, hey, exactly. distortion may occur. Yeah. 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 So a little, little and note. And if your partner's say, missing half his face, don't get too concerned. Yeah, because he might. it might just be that he's missing half his face. <laughs> and even if he's not, don't bring it up in the show. No, no, that would be foolish. Why Why would you bring it up if no one can see it anyway? But by the by well, the way, I so when when uh, when Bernie Longnose and I were recording our show, we haven't been able to use the video because he's he's using like a an old laptop, and every every okay. time he uses video, uh, even if we're not even if we're not saving it for broadcast, even if it's just like you know low res video to uh, to see each other, causes the fan to go on really loud. <laughs> it overheats the CPU. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I will tell you. So for those that don't know, I'm recording outside because my house is chaos inside right now. And it's very funny because it's humid and very hot here. So my computer, if I touch it, it is crazy hot to the touch. Like my fan is going on. Like I've got four fans in this Mac and they're all on high. And the good news is because it's a Mac, it's quality. Now, if you talk to Doug, he wouldn't agree with that. But by I the way, if you talk to Bernie, Bernie he wouldn't agree with that either. He is using a Mac to his chagrin, and he said he's going to get a Windows computer just to just to record. So he's going to get a fanless Windows computer just to record, so he doesn't have to deal with this. You, you, by the way, for <laughs> someone recording outside with fans going and and uh, ambient noise, are uh, are remarkably quiet. Like, I mean, it's it sounds weird. It sounds weirdly good. Yeah. Well, again, it's just uh, sometimes it's just Justin Luck, and sometimes it happens to be that this corner that I'm in gets like very little sound. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty. It's, you got to sound. Listeners don't know, but Justin lives in like on a you know on a forty acre ranch, and he's in the middle of it. So, so <laughs> it's unless, 50. Don't unless, unless you know unless his people are making noise, you don't, you know it's uh, you don't hear much. I mean, speaking of that, though, <laughs> speaking of Texas and the, and the like, you know who who does live in a situation like that? Actually, much bigger. Um, our our friend of the show, yeah. Steve Maringer, you know my old roomie, uh, roomie his uh, Mr. He Marenge. lives in Texas. Mr. Mar no, his uh, his parents do, Mr. Merengue, and they live oh. on a large um, ranch. And in fact, uh, they have the typical te Texas story. His dad was like an executive at HEB, which I was laughing because uh, uh, your Robert wife e. Butts. Ke <laughs> Kelly, but Kelly had uh, you know posted a uh, a question on her Facebook the other day, you know, what's your favorite grocery store? I, of course, mentioned a Canadian company out, you know, uh, people mentioned some of the big name, the Safeways and the Kroger's. But I would say 70 percent of the people on her thing, and I guess it just shows how many people are Texans, uh, um, are all H-E-B. And I like most, you know, most people don't even know what that is. It just happens. You know, my good friend's dad was a executive there. Um, but, you know, see, he yeah. was he was always very good. And it's actually funny. So. 
when when Steve and I started in strategy consulting, you know, he's like an executive vice president. So you know, he knows, he's he's like, ah, oh, I can't believe my son would go into this. He goes, you know, we're always we're all, <laughs> we're always being asked to hire consultants, and like they're all too young and they don't know what they're doing. So like, I, it's it's a shameful <laughs> to me that you know I go from a real real job doing a real thing that my son is like going into consulting. But um, but I bring it up because <laughs> on their big you know you know big ranch, um, they struck oil. So so they oh just gosh. have like a few derricks, you know, on on like one isolated side of the of the ranch, and that, talk about passive income. Well, so one of the things they have now in Texas for most people, they got very lucky. So in the apparently the early two thousands, they've taken away all land rights. So wow. technically, you own the land, but you don't own the minerals Mineral underneath. Rights? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. And so when we got this, when we bought our house, we had to sign, I'm not kidding, like probably 10, 15 documents that said, you know, if oil is found on here, you have no rights. So it was just insane. So Basically, who does have the rights? The, communi the community? Uh, no, or the, or the, well, yeah, the or, local community. Or the previous the city. Or the previous landowner. Okay. The city. Um, you should here's, – here's a little tip when you're signing things though. And just to, like for virtually any document, this is probably the better way to go. Sign – like in your case, sign – Justin Proust, then in parentheses, kidding. <laughs> Not really. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, Not. you know, I, I don't know if people have as good a sense of humor as we do, but I would totally do that in my next contract. I would love to sign it like Justin Proust. And then after it, maybe, question mark. I, I'm amazed how many people. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, we we talked on a previous episode about how, you know, you and I, when we when we started our our long friendship and and and, and partnership in many ventures, you know, you 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 learned one th you know one if the only thing you might have learned from me and I've learned so many from you was just that in in business and serious settings, there's always room for humor, there's always room for mirth, there's always room to be yourself, you know, and that includes wearing a robe to a meeting and things like that. But it's. Um, <laughs> But it, but um, but it also means you know, and going through the TSA, you know, sometimes you know when you get randomly screened, uh, and they they shell out uh, male check, and I shout out female check. Um, <laughs> they do not have as good a sense of humor as we think we do. I mean, they uh, they neither think it's nor it's funny, nor will they actually give you a female check. Well, so actually, I have a question of that. So I know. first of all, it's I know. brilliant. Okay. So one, yeah. So I'm going to let you ask your question, but I know I think I know. Where you're, so one, like you know, what if your like, what if your preferences for the other or not the other? Two, I mean, how how dated is that? Like in you know, in 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 your beloved woke era, that I mean, that that those are the choices. Well, so yes, I was going to ask that, but my other question was going to be, but what if you don't identify that way? Because that's well, like the that's huge thing I mean. right now. That's what I mean. Right? In your like, beloved woke era, what if you're yeah? What if you consider yourself neither or both? Again, it's so it is, weird. It, like this whole yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing. It is weird. All I was going to say is like the whole thing in in Disney and Florida right now, right? This whole stupid thing, this whole gender neutral gay. You can't basically, you know, all that stuff that's going on there. I'm like, this is the shit we're arguing. There's a war in Ukraine. There's all these other things. Like this is what we decide to to hang our hat on. Like this is the the issue that's going to make or break anything. Like, yeah, well, I mean, and, and, and part of it is, uh, you know, these things shouldn't matter. We should, like, everybody should be point. accepted. Yeah, and and it is an issue that people don't accept, though, and that that's part of a problem. But but at the same time, I agree that it's a that um, you know we should we should be so far past all of this. It should be we should and uh, it should just be a world of acceptance. It should be, but but at the same time, a world of common sense as well. Well, so speaking of this of unacceptance, I got a great conversation overheard this weekend during Easter with Kelly and her mom, and her mom is on the phone and she's like 
you know, he's risen. It's such a great day. And Kelly is, you know, she grew up Catholic. She's grew up very strict. Wait, Catholic is she talking school, about everything. you? So Justin is up from bed. He is, he is risen. <laughs> it's, 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 only, it's only 10 a.m. and he's already risen. That, that should be a shirt, by the way. I think that that's going to be our next design. Um, in addition to that, she basically, Kelly goes, something, somehow the conversation of gay came up. We're making a joke about um, something. And Ellen goes, uh, you know, Christ would never accept gay people. And she goes, wait, wait, wait. Kelly goes, wait, wait, wait. You mean to tell me the man who preached love and acceptance across the board blindly, that would be the one thing he'd have issue with? And then she goes, look it. Think about this. He was a guy that hung out with 12 other dudes in a cave. You think there wasn't stuff fooling around there? Her mom, like, literally was like, I can't talk anymore about this. You're so upsetting me. And just hung up the phone immediately. And I was like, damn, Kelly. That was that was comedy at its pure core. I loved it. Wow. Happy Easter. Holy cow. That's <laughs> oh, I thought that was just brilliant. Oh, I can't take it anymore. I'm so offended. <laughs> you know, I did go out and see uh, see Father Stu, your your boy Mark Wahlberg, uh, as a uh, a priest of a different kind. Um, How is it? I've got I've heard so many you know, mixed reviews. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's the best film. I think it's a fantastic story. I don't know that it's the best execution. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, but you know, it's it's an it's an interest. It's it's a fantastic story, honestly. But uh, t two things two things that are that are definitely worth seeing. You know, in the sci-fi realm, everybody's been talking about everyone everywhere all at once, in including us. Oh, I can't you. wait to see that. Yeah, it's insanely good. I saw it twice. Yeah, I saw it. You know, as I as I've mentioned to people, I've seen it two times in one week, all at once. And then, um, and then also in the sci-fi realm. Uh, just saw Duel. What's that? With Taron Gillen. It's, What's... you know, just briefly, without giving away too much of the plot, it is a yeah. uh, near future. Um, if you know you're going to die, say you have a terminal disease or something, or you're, or you're you know, you're incarcerated, being put to death, and you don't want to upset your family, you know, you want your family, you don't, you know, it's bad enough that you're dying, bad enough for you, and bad enough that you, uh, you can have a clone made, and it'll just continue on as you, and not, you know, without the disease you had. Um, what a cool concept. Yeah, so already a great concept to begin with. Um, I'm Seeing all of the reviews, it says what happens next, and it's, it's what makes, you know, um, and I, I don't know if I should say it or not, uh, but I will. <laughs> okay, so if, if you don't want to hear what happens next <laughs> in the movie, tune out for the next 30 seconds. Um, she gets the clone made. Okay. Several months later, okay, and she's told that the, the, the you know, the, the terminal diagnosis is is definite. It's, it's 100%. I mean, there's a yeah, little funny stuff around terminal. that because I said, yeah, this is, look, it goes, okay, well, 98%. And she goes, well, wait a minute. Is it 100% or 98%? She goes, well, there's a 2% margin error. But she says, well, so I have some hope. She goes, no, you're going to die. <laughs> and so, and, um, but months later. She's living? Yeah. And it turns out, um, yeah, it's gone fully into remission. And so, you know, despite the 100% chance she was going to die, she's not going to die. But now she's got this clone. That's out there, you know, who's her and who's taken over her life. I mean, she's taught her to be her and she's taken it like um, including relationships and everything else, you know, and uh, and then it's sort of what happens next. Holy crap. That sounds awesome. It's called Duel. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I really I got to see this. I haven't heard anything about it. I'm really excited. Yeah, it sounds it's a fantastic. small movie, but it's um, but it's fascinating and it's and uh, um, it's 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 definitely crazy and funny uh but you know it has it has some interesting philosophical points that 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 are out there you know so uh, 
So, so it happened, you know, we don't usually recommend all of these sci-fi movies on top of everything else, but it happens everything everywhere all at once. And, uh, and Duel are both uh, excellent films. On that note, we're going to wrap up. I want to say thank you, Eric, for another great show. It was just fantastic. I can't wait to record our next one. Yeah, great spending the last 20 minutes with you, Justy, and the rest of the, and our, and our loving audience and, and who we love uh, back even more all at once. Mm-hmm.